Hi, welcome to Chart Bites. Chart Bites are snippets where we highlight a specific Indian music industry trend or topic. If you like what you hear, you can listen to more such discussions and the songs that spark them on the Indian Music Charts podcast right here on Spotify. A new Chart Bites episode drops every Thursday. Let's get into this week's topic. At number 1 is Kahani Suno Tudoto by Kafi Khalil. This track was at number 2 last week. It was at number 1 before that. Uh now it's back on number 1. Those who have been listening to this podcast regularly would have noticed that one track is suspiciously missing in the top 3. And we have repeatedly taken this track's name at least in every episode as far as I can remember since we've been doing this. And if you've not realized what the track is, it's apna bana le from bedia we actually thought it was a glitch in the <laughs> charts but it ends up that uh, z music which is the label that has uh, this particular track and the license to the music from this film is now off of spotify and again this is nothing really unusual these things happen in the line of business in music streaming multiple times the renewals happening until you know both parties come to terms there are these times where you sort of have to take the track off the platform and then it sort of comes back but this puts you in a very weird position when it comes to people like us who are looking at the charts where essentially we're not looking at the true number one right like and Amit, you were telling me something about a time from back in the '90s when Billboard had a very interesting way of looking at the the charts. I, I'm calling it interesting, to be kind. But can you maybe talk to us more about this because this goes to how charts are sort of curated in general. Yeah, and I think I have to thank my my chart geekiness and my. I won't say investigative, but my j- journalistic reporting sort of background to sort of having mm-hmm. figured this out because you know the day that this chart was released, like I think it was the middle of last week, and the daily chart was released, and Afna Banale was no longer number one, and I thought, okay, maybe you know because they sort of show preview of the chart and you see like the number one track, but when I clicked on it, I was like, it's not there anywhere. So this is really strange. And then I tried to look at other charts, and I looked at like Apple Chart, which is still number one on. And I was like, okay, so there's something wrong with Spotify, maybe because you know why has this chart disappeared? And then when I see it wasn't there on the next day again, I said, hey, okay, which label is this track on? And I saw that all of these uh, tracks have disappeared, and it's not like this was the only Z music, uh, you know, uh, song on the chart. There, there were quite a few others. There was like Miami Nu from Jersey, which was one of the most streamed tracks I think of last year. You know, uh, there's a whole bunch of like catalog stuff, like I think Salema from Brais, and you know, a bunch of other stuff. Now, like you said, this is so this week's number one. Is it really the number one? If because if Z Music catalog was still on Spotify, would it Apna Banale be number one? Probably it might. If not number one, it'd probably be number two. Yeah. And and you know in india we don't have a consolidated music official music chart yet we have one for international mm. music but we don't have it for uh, the entire music uh, like sort of yeah. like all and, genres and like talk through a little bit about how billboard does it right because it's all so, streaming services it's not yeah. only spotify yeah. so, there's also radio and tv yeah so if 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 
like for instance in india had an all genre chart then you know we be able to see the impact of not being on a particular platform mixed to a song which we can't mm. right here so the how the billboard chart is so the billboard doesn't have tv tv is not part of it but, okay and neither is tiktok interestingly short format video is mm. not on it but what billboard does have it's streaming including youtube uh and it's a radio airplay and it's uh sales now mm-hmm. sales of course are pretty much non existent in india in the us also pretty much following following consistently but the only time that you know you'll have like artists like bts and all the kpop guys releasing special singles and they become like collectors editions or you have like an artist like taylor swift who will also release like cd singles on their web store and you know that will have a good, big impact on the chart and the us what the most critical thing about the us charts i think compared to the rest of the world the in, in including radio app and because radio airplay is included on the chart it really sort of skews the uh, you know what the charts look like because the uk chart which i suppose is the most other followed chart apart mm. from the us um, you know it's purely so sales and streaming based radio mm. is not is not included in that um, so and this is something that i think that the us has grappled with over the years now in the 1990s there was a very strange period uh, where a lot of the most popular songs didn't actually chart on the billboard hot 100 because the billboard hot 100 uh, at that point of time was supposed to be a singles chart it was called the hot 100 singles chart mm-hmm. uh, and that meant that a single had to be released for it to qualify to enter the chart so in, in, like in a physical chart, format in a physical format like a cd or a vinyl mm-hmm. or whatever uh, even a cassette now what happened is that some great classic songs have never charted on the billboard uh, hot 100 even in like even for like even if you go back like to the early 1960s and 70s stairway to heaven is a classic example mm-hmm. it has never charted on the billboard hot 100 but uh, you have in the 1990s a very odd situation where what was happening is that labels decided that if a song started to do well uh, mm-hmm. you know on uh, a single what they would do and how they know it would start to do well because radio stations would start playing it right. and you know it would get a huge amount of radio airplay now if you wanted to own that song a physical copy of the song they wouldn't release a single they would kind of force you to buy the album from what i understand singles don't really make a lot of money for uh, for record labels but albums do because they're much higher priced correct uh, so so as a result of this in the mid 1990s a lot of songs did not hit the billboard hot 100 and some of the examples that i can give you are like iris by the goo dolls don't speak by no doubt torn mm-hmm. by natalie imbruglia i mean you'd be surprised if like you think the torn and like don't speak were number one hits right and they were technically number one hits because they were number one on the billboard radio airplay chart but because they were not allowed to chart on billboard because they were not actually released as singles they never mm-hmm. ever entered the hot 100 Like, uh, there are some exceptions to this because finally billboard relented and in 1998 at i think in december 1998 they decided or that was the first from those charts onwards they would allow songs that had not been officially released as singles to chart and as a result i think iris and torn have some very low peaking number because mm-hmm. you know, by, they were on the end of their chart sort of run at by yeah. that point of time and so you know uh now from now on the billboard chart is called a i mean at from then 
it's it was changed from a hot 100 singles to hot 100 songs hmm. uh so i guess if you were to look at a chart in the 1990s in the us billboard hot 100 it'd be kind of similar to the situation that we are facing today where the number one song mm. is not necessarily the actual yeah. number one song you know because if you just think of, so what is the number one song the number one song is the most popular song in the country and as we discussed there are different ways to sort of you know measure popularity uh and i suppose that was the intention of billboard having a composite chart in the first place right hmm. sales uh streams and radio airplay uh, would know, you know like how long it took for them to get to this point of collecting these many data points because you know in india i think there have been efforts to do this but it's really complicated because like a like data sharing is not as prevalent mm-hmm. right yeah. the second thing even within dsps like two of the biggest dsps are telco owned which gives you a whole mm-hmm. another complication on what parent companies allow you to share and who they allow you to share it yeah. with so like uh, i'm again i'm just curious like I, i don't know if you know the answer like how did they get to a point of collecting all of this so was there some lobbying that had to be done uh so so what i understand in the us you know everything they have a company right there's a company called luminate i think it mm. was previously known as nielsen and so nielsen sort of just tracks all of this data and essentially you know the 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 us also had a very uh, at some point of time you know this is talking about the pre streaming era right we're talking about the 1990s uh, at some point of time uh, they changed the way that they actually measured the chart in the us up until 1991 you would be surprised to know how they measured sales this is probably the same way that they did it in india back then but what they would do is that they would have their chart department call up uh record stores and mm-hmm. ask the record stores to tell them what the top 10 or whatever most uh so, sold know, the top albums. most sold albums and singles were and i don't know if they didn't just call them up or they just got these reports from them so obviously huge scope for fudging right yeah huge scope for payola but then in the 1990s early 1990s what they did was they till that point of time it was pop and rock dominating hmm. overnight you saw hip hop coming in the singles oh, chart wow. in a huge way and like that actually was more people were consuming like you know buying hip hop music and listening to it and especially when it came to singles hmm. and when it came to albums country music which is completely underrepresented on the hmm, chart hmm, like both hmm. these genres it just sort of like it completely changed the way it happened like, that's so to... fascinating by the way yeah. because i i mean obviously i bought cds okay and like i've seen those barcodes being scanned right and yeah. to me my only functional purpose of why it existed was i thought it just takes the cost from it and it bills it to you mm. but to realize that that barcode technology had more you know function beyond mm. that like i mean that's news to me and like you know i, I learned something new Yeah. But I, I, mean, I thought you off you were saying something else. Yeah, no, I was saying that you know there's there's always a, a way to fudge this also. I mean, you know, there there was rumors of like people buying their own albums you know, to get a high chart <laughs> position and all of that. But I think that requires a lot more effort than, you know, And the quantum uh, at which you'll have to do yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can probably affect your first week sales, but you're not going to do it consistently. and similarly it's just like how you buy youtube views today right i mean it's kind of similar hmm. today's a modern day equivalent of that but you know you ask a question about like in india so in india uh, if you look at the uh, you we do have one official chart right we do have an international the international imi one which yes. the imi publishes 
Now that chart is only based on streams from three international music services, which are Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. So they tried very hard to get the, and of course, the main intention was to start an all-genre chart, right? Like how you mm-hmm. have everywhere on the world. And they, they have been, they, I think they're still trying to do this, but they felt that, look, it's taking so long, let's at least start with an international chart. And mm-hmm. because majority of international music is consumed on these three platforms, let's go with that. And the reason they did this was because, like you said, the domestic DSPs did not, I mean, just don't want to share the data or, mm-hmm. you know, or, uh, so whether that's your uh, Wink Music or your Geosaban or your Ghana, I mean, they didn't give me specifics, of course, but like, I mean, those are the three big streaming services yeah. in India, right? the three domestic services. And if that was the issue that they're having, then it's pretty much this reluctance to share data, right? Yeah. Uh, and No, but I'm telling you with Telco back, it's a very different issue. Mm-hmm. Like with Telco yeah. back companies, uh, they're also... Even your parent company sharing information to you, there's a particular way in which it has to be done. So, and and some of these do have to do with regulatory, you know, sort of like, you know, rules that govern these. So I think it's a little bit more complicated. Like I, I wouldn't go as easy as saying reluctancy, but I would maybe say the complexity of it, you know. But would somebody like, uh, say, a Wink, which is like a, owned by a public company, you know, they mm. have some public disclosure also to make, right? I mean, if you look at all of these other companies, you know, they're all sort of publicly listed companies in the US. So yeah. uh, the tech giants and all these companies are the ones that are like the major streaming platforms and they are supplying the data. So I don't know. I think, I mean, generally, historically, it's probably not even the DSPs that were reluctant to share the data. It was the labels that didn't want the DSPs to share their data. This is, that is yeah. also possible. Yeah, but we're going into conspiracy theory domain, but yeah. it is also possible because like, you know, there is, okay, again, like without naming names, there have been like lots of labels who very much prefer editorialized charts because mm. they can control exactly. it, right? Yeah. Uh, so they've, they've been people who want to really encourage a more editorial driven, you know, you are the curator, you tell us the top 10 sort of an approach that has been encouraged a lot. But obviously, you know, even for example, and like, I'll tell you this from experience, when Indian DSPs wanted to start putting stream numbers on the front end, mm-hmm. it was a challenge to get the labels to accept yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there you go. So it's not the streaming services, it's the labels, because they don't want their actual numbers out there because, you know, that affects so many things and you know, it's it, it's kind of nuts. And I suppose uh, this is why YouTube allows them to show the promotional views and the big figure, but on the charts, it's something different. So it's kind of like having their cake and eat it too, as we discussed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was uh, very enlightening. And this week's history lesson, which, uh, <laughs> by the way, we can't promise our listeners you'll have a history lesson like every week, but it was there this week. Yeah. And I have to say, this is the second time that we've used Kahani Suno to, uh, to make so now people are only own kahanis and not actually talk about the server. If we ever meet Kefi, we will apologize to him, but we will be playing his track, which is uh, the number one track on this week's charts. This is Kahani 